Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. Are you wanting or even thinking about selling your house but don't know where to start? Good thing you've found Ready, Set, Sold. And now, real estate broker, Brian Vogt. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt, and we have quite a show lined up for you today. You can find some great information, and that's really what we're based on. We are we're always trying to get out the best information possible uh, from from local experts, uh, talking about the book, things of that nature. Uh, I wrote a, most of you know, I wrote a best-selling book called Ready, Set, Sold, 12 Proven Steps to Get Your House Sold for Top Tower and a Fast Sale. So we talk a lot about that, but we also are bringing on experts and actually sponsors too. Briefly talking about the market, the market is still hot. If you're thinking about putting your house in the market, this is the time. We haven't seen this type of activity in this time of year, meaning January, in years. So if you're thinking about it, do two things. Number one, contact your agent. Number two, if you don't have an agent or you're not sure what to do, go to readysetsold.org, not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com, and pick up a free copy of the book, draw a little bit of information, and get that, and get yourself going. Maybe not January, but maybe you're thinking spring. Whatever you're thinking about, it's a great book to have. People have had great success with it. With that said, I want to introduce a, a personal friend, someone I've known for uh, a very long time. We'll just say that. A great guy, and he's the president of Harness Insurance, and that is Joe Harness. Joe, you there? Yeah, Brian, how are you this morning? I'm doing fantastic. I'm fantastic. Joe is also not only a local expert, as in particular in the Metro East, O'Fallon, Shiloh, Belleville, throughout the area, but he also is a sponsor. So we're really happy to have him with him. So you're going to be hearing more and more of Joe, and and, and the information he has provided. With that said, let's just talk about the subjects that you want to talk about, what we're going to really dive into today, and that's really coverages, coverages for homeowners of, of which one to choose. And that can be a real issue. I, I, I've had that happen with even sellers and even buyers. There's just some confusion out there. It's not a one-size-fits-all, is it? No, not at all, Brian. Um, there's there's so many different coverages uh, that can be added to a homeowner's policy um, that you know you may not necessarily know. Um, a lot of them, uh, a lot of times, are, are built in. I mean, they uh, you know agents offer them, but but there's others out there that some agents may not look at, may not pick up on. Um, and and we try to cover all the bases with everything because you can go out and buy a basic, you know, plain Jane homeowner's policy to satisfy a mortgage company, but it may not necessarily satisfy your needs as, as, a, as a homeowner. You know, in St. Clair County, because of the mine subsidence issue, um, mine subsidence is, is automatically included in a homeowner's policy unless you specifically sign off on it. But by law, it has to be included uh, in a homeowner's policy. So that's that's normally one of the add-ons that's that's included. Um, but you get into things like earthquake, sewer, equipment breakdown, flood insurance, identity theft, 
personal injury liability. Um, you can get service line coverage to cover your water and sewer lines coming into your house if, if they break out in your yard. Um, you can add uh, golf cart coverage, physical damage. You can add jewelry. You can schedule antiques. You can schedule fine arts. I mean, there's just a whole myriad of things that, that can go into a homeowner's policy that you know, the bank doesn't really care about, but it should be something that, you know, the client cares about. So, I, I would imagine, and and what little I know, and I do mean that what little I know about the insurance, that most of that coverage is pretty reasonable, right? I mean, for the value of what you're covering, you know, sewer lines, for example, are water lines. I imagine because, uh, look, we've had situations, unfortunately, where, where a seller, uh, found out that they really had a problem with their sewer line, and it cost four or five thousand dollars to oh, yeah. get it repaired yeah, that's before they could get it on the market. Right, right, right. So, so I would think that the coverages uh, are are far, far, far less on a normal situation like that than having to pay, you know, some kind of crazy number. Yeah. Am I right on that? Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, the coverages individually by themselves are not expensive, but when you start adding them up and you're you're putting a lot of different endorsements onto a homeowner's policy, it it can get a little pricey, but it it just depends on what you want to cover. You know, you need to look at what your exposure is, what you think your exposure is going to be and 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 pick and choose what you think is most important of the coverage options that are available to you. So, uh, well, I think, I think what you're talking about, what I'm hearing you saying, and, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but long and short of a peace of mind doesn't cost that much. No, absolutely. And, and that's basically what insurance is. And any type of insurance, it's, it's peace of mind that you've got, you've got some backing behind you. If, if something serious happens that, that, you might not necessarily be able to recover from without that, you know, backing. So, yeah. right. I mean, and I think that's always important to know that when you take the whole the, the whole thing of what you're getting for coverage and potential, and of course we don't wish anybody. I know you don't. No, no one wants to have a claim. Right. But you know, when you're making an investment, buying a home, that's usually the largest investment most people ever make, and you want to have someone. Uh, has local connections, someone similar to you. I mean, you've been in the business for, for 40 years. Right. I know you started when you were five, so you were a prodigy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. pretty yeah. intelligent. It works, right? So. <laughs> it's our story. But anyway, but but I mean, you know, you have that type of banking, you have that type of knowledge behind you that you can, you know, go to and the trusted person. And I think that's really important. And we'd love for you to, you know, to, 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 to contact uh, Joe but whoever that may be, you want to make sure that that person has that type of experience, that they have that type of knowledge, that they can, I don't know, Joe, in some ways, you've probably seen more than most agents ever will ever see in their career. Oh, yeah, I've I've seen it, pretty much seen it all and, and dealt with, with it all, you know, as far as... Uh, you know, writing coverages, writing certain types of structures, dealing with claims. You know, I, I, I've seen it all with with many different companies over the years. Uh, you know, we're an independent agent, so 
we don't write just for one company. We write for multiple companies. Um, you know, MetLife, Travelers. Um, we've got access probably to about a dozen different companies that we can get to. Um, most of them. Were so that, that, what I'm hearing you saying is, is that can be a great advantage if someone is looking. It doesn't mean that you can't go with a one brand company, and that's fine. It's not saying they don't do good jobs too, mm-hmm. but it's nice to have that ability to shop the business. So by going by the independent uh, insurance agent, that's some real pluses for whether you're a buyer or even if you're selling. Because when you sell. You're looking possibly to change insurance. Are you looking to change carriers? Mm-hmm. It's not uncommon. So that's a right. that's a great great thing to look for, wouldn't you agree? Right. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too is what's what's nice is is every company that we write for has different underwriting guidelines, and so if if there is an issue where there's claim history involved, you know. They may not be able to get coverage through a, a, a one company, you know, situation. But we can look at different companies and see if we can fit them into one of those companies that that have an underwriting uh, philosophy that's a little looser than others. Not saying that it's bad. It's just that, say, they may accept two claims instead of one before they cancel you. Or they may say, well, we'll take three claims under a certain dollar value before we'd get into a cancellation situation. So, you know. And hopefully that will never happen. I mean, of course. But, again, it's good to know that there is that ability uh, not to have one stop shopping, that you have that flexibility. So independent agents uh, can have an advantage over, Again, traditionally one name, one brand company. So that's you know that's a that's a huge advantage that people might want to take advantage of. I tell you what, we're running out of time on this segment, but we've got some great information coming away. Joe's going to be with us in the second segment, and that's Joe Harness. He is president of Harness Insurance Company. And Joe, while you have it, how can people contact you? What's your email? Uh, it's the letter J Harnest H A R N I S T at harnessedinsurance.com, and insurance is spelled out. Awesome, awesome. So if you have questions, you have more information that you want to gather, I highly encourage you to contact Joe, and he'll get any information that you need. We'll be back with the next segment in just a few minutes. You're listening to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Boat. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt, and I'm happy to let you know that Joe Harness is not only a sponsor, but he's a local expert, especially in the Metro East, O'Fallon, Shiloh, Belleville, Eddersville, Columbia. I mean, there's the guy kind of does it all. And Joe, I know you're still there, right? Yeah, yeah, sure I'm, Brian. Joe, what I wanted to really talk about this segment, and I know you wanted to really bring it up, and that was especially for buyers. And this is also important for sellers, too, because, again, 90 95% of sellers become buyers. And that is that too often, not always, but too often, buyers think that in one or, or, or 24 hours or less, 
they're going to instantly have a, a, a policy uh, the day before closing. And and that's that's a very, very difficult task to, to handle, isn't it? Yeah, Brian, it, it it is because there's there's so much that goes into to writing you know a homeowner's policy. I mean, yeah, you can take a policy and slap it on the wall and and be done with it quickly. But if if you really want to do the job right, you have to have some lead time. I mean, realistically, as as soon as as soon as somebody knows that they're buying a home and they've got a, a, a closing date set, they, they need to contact their insurance. I mean, we've had situations in the past where people call us and say, I forgot, I, you know, it's I'm closing tomorrow or I'm closing in two days. And I'm going, really? <laughs> you know, it, it, because it takes time to put things together and, and you don't want to, you don't want to shortchange that person in the coverages <clears throat> that they need. So you've got to have time to to basically interview them and sit down with them. You've got to calculate out the reconstruction cost of the house. Um, there may be issues uh, with the house that may be an underwriting problem that you may not necessarily be able to get that insurance that you want on that house, you know, the the way the bank wants it either, you know. Um, if if it's in a floodplain, that really creates a problem because <clears throat> floods a totally separate policy than a, than a homeowner's policy. So there's there's a lot that goes into it that that people don't necessarily always realize. And then the other thing too is that if you're writing a home, you know to get the best price on the home, we always like to look at the auto because you're getting a multi-policy discount if we can write the auto. And that multi-policy discount on the homeowner's side can be very significant. I mean, we're talking 25 to 30% difference in premium. Oh. So it's it's huge. So, yeah. So, I mean, and, and just so you know, and, and for those that maybe haven't purchased a home for, for a period of time, in particular in O'Fallon, Shiloh, Sky Force Base, in this area, once you have offer and acceptance, it's actually in the contract that you've been, that's been accepted that you have 10 days. You have 10 days to show proof of it, that you have the ability to get insurance. But within that 10 days, it's just as easy to go ahead and have the policy, right? I mean, that's what you're really saying, Joe, is have one less thing you have to worry about when you, you're coming to closing because we've had that happen. Like you said, panic city. You know, someone forgot. They're supposed right. to do it. And right. what I'm hearing you say is you can slap something on at least to get you started, but even if you do that, that's okay, but you need to come back then to your agent that you're not really done and, and then maybe go through the fine points to get things straightened out. Is that is that something that people can do? They can, but personally, we don't like to do it that way. We would rather sure. you know, have it all black and white going in so that because the problem is is that you know especially if you're escrowing your premium and you just buy that basic thing to get by the bank to satisfy the bank and then you come back to us and say well i want to add this i want to add this i want to add well that's going to change your premium and then that's going to turn around at renewal and you're not going to have enough money in your escrow account to pay your renewal premium because you've increased your premium from what it was originally. Gotcha. So, yeah. 
So it can, it can That's a great point. I mean, that really is a great point. So, again, it's, it, you know, look, we talked about it in, in the first segment, but I think it bears repeating. This is your biggest asset that you'll ever own. And yes. just taking out some time and sitting down with someone like Joe or someone that you know that you trust, um, local, in our opinion, seems to work really well. So a local insurance agent is just has that local knowledge of the area, knows maybe a little bit more than actually a lot more than than someone online. Doesn't mean that you can't get it from online vendors, but we've just seen a lot of people have a lot of great success with having a local realtor that knows the area, knows the market, knows what to look for, and I think that's really important. Because in, in a sense, even though there, is, there may be some upfront things you have to do, it's still basically easy, right? I mean, people can do this. They do it every day, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, we can we can run through things. I mean, it's it's just a matter of gathering the information and, and, and figuring it up and then getting back with the client and saying, here's here's all our options. And and we do that every day. I actually just talked to a client this morning that we're they're doing some numbers for and I kind of went over it all with her, with her on the phone, and, and now I'm going to email all the proposals to her, and I said, I'll follow up with you in a, in a day or two and see if you have any questions and, and decide on what coverages you want, you know, but what I'm sending her is everything that I would recommend and that I think they would need and, and making other suggestions, um, and then let them pick and choose what they feel is most important, you know. And I think that you know you said something, and a story came to mind when you said that. What I love what you heard is is you should be expecting your insurance agent to follow up with you, to answer any questions, and to go over any materials. And, and that's so important because just recently, I know of a situation where a buyer was buying a home, and this happened to be two local agents, and they both. You know, within 30 minutes, or I don't know, it seemed like in a very short period of time, they emailed the proposals, and they said, here it is. And the buyer had no idea there was different coverages. They couldn't understand the pricing. They didn't know what to do. Right. And so the fact of making sure that you have an agent that's going to stand behind you and answer those questions is is something that you really should be know up front when you're talking with your agent. It's not just a slam dunk situation, right? Right, right, exactly. I, I, I'm the type of person I don't like to rush through things because when you rush through them, that's when you make mistakes. I would rather take the time and detail it, you know, cross the T's, dot the I's, and make sure we've got all the bases covered. And that's the way I've always worked in the business, so... Well, and it served you well. I mean, for 40 years in the business, um, that's, it served you well. So, right. again, I think it's something that people need to be aware of. Again, I said it before, but I think it bears repeating. This is your biggest asset. And as we've heard today, this is not something that you want to take lightly. It's it's well, Knowing Joe for such a long time, we've had conversations, but it's one of those situations where we don't wish anything bad to happen, but you want to make sure that if something bad happens, that you pick the wrong policy, you pick the right agent to make sure that you're covered, right? Right, right. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, when you look at the amount of coverage in there, like the one I was talking about that I'm working on this morning, I mean, we've got a $260,000 house. 
and we've got $182,000 in personal property, and we've got loss of use if you have to move out of your house because it's damaged and you can't live there, so they have to pay additional living expense. And when you're looking, you know, between a thousand and two thousand a year in premium, you're covering six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars worth of possible loss. You know, if you had a total loss, if you look at more Oklahoma or places that have those tornadoes and you know, the house is gone, all that's left is the slab. I mean, that's that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Sure. You know, you need sure. that insurance to to back you up. Because how else are you going to recover from that kind of a loss? You know, that's I, I hear you. Well, Joe, we ran out of time. Thank you so much for your expertise. And Joe, again, give the listeners your email address again, how they can contact you. Uh, it's the letter J as in Joe Harnest H A R N as in Nancy I S T at HarnestInsurance dot com. Insurance is spelled out. And the phone number here is very easy. It's 618-233-5555. Awesome. Great job, Joe. If you have any questions, you get the information, contact him, and he can help you with whatever your needs are. We've got to run. We really uh, are pressing the time. Listen to Brian Vogt. Ready, set, so. We'll be back here with you. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Soul. I am your host, Brian Boat. Thank you for joining us this Saturday. Hope that you are having a fantastic weekend. I'm really excited today. We've had, uh, this will be our first time that we've had a financial planner on there. And financial planning and your assets, your biggest asset, which is a seller, usually is their house. And so those go hand in hand. Or maybe if you're purchasing a house, Again, that's a that could be a game changer, game plan for your entire future, depending on where you're at and where you're at in 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 your life. So I'm really happy to have Steve Sharp from Northwestern Mutual on today. Steve, you there? Yes, Brian. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. You know, I got to talk to Steve last week, and Steve, just a little background: is retired military. So we thank you for your service for that. You're welcome. Also, he's been with Northwestern Mutual for years, and he's had some great success with that company. And so, Steve, you want to talk really about maybe the needs of financial planning and why it's so important? Yeah, very true. Uh, and and you know, the first re- first reason is uh, is having somebody that's really looking out for your overall needs. And there's one thing you said at the beginning of your your segment there that I would disagree with you. On is that hmm. someone's number one asset is their home? I would I would disagree and say that somebody's number one asset is going to be their ability to earn an income because without that, no house, no retirement, no vacations. So I would say that someone's number one asset is probably their their income, their ability to earn an income. So what uh, what we do, uh, what I personally do, and what my company is pretty good at is taking a look at making sure that we protect that income and ensure that you can have that all the way through retirement or at least up to retirement because obviously we can't save for retirement if everything we've saved starts going towards paying for the house and groceries and everything so having a good defensive strategy to take care of your family if anything ever happens to you whether it 
you know, whether you perish from it or whether you don't perish from it, but it keeps you from working. We want to make sure we've got that defensive strategy in place. And that's a great point because I never really looked upon that because, yes, you do have the asset, but you have to maintain that asset. You have to – what you're really talking about is is that you have to be uh, earning capabilities. And if you are, God forbid, disabled or taken off the workforce for any period of time, you need to have a strategy, and that's where a financial planner can be of big help. Correct. And there's a lot of people out there that uh, are fooled into the false sense of, secu- sense of security that the benefits that they receive from their employer are going to be sufficient. But typically, when it comes to a long-term disability, a lot of companies will provide uh, anywhere between 50 or 60% of your income uh, for an extended period of time, which essentially is turning your income in half. And I'll ask any prospective client of mine, how does it feel or how would you be able to handle things if your income was cut in half? And typically I don't get very favorable responses to that. So we, we look at what is, can we do to protect the rest of their income and try and get them up to closer to a hundred percent of their, of their income needs so that there doesn't have to be a change in lifestyle for them or their family. And that's really important. And I think one of the things when we talked about last week that, that really, caught my attention is that sometimes financial planning is is something that's pushed off far too often it should be so if you're in your 20s and again now you're purchasing a home and you have a 30-year note that really talking with a financial planner like yourself or uh, others in the area is really is really just a great idea to just to to have that conversation at least start start the conversation if if nothing else right yeah, correct. Because um, the 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 three things that could end up happening to you, most people in that age group that you mentioned in their twenties, they're really only focusing on one of them. There's essentially three things that could end up happening to you. You could either be be disabled prematurely before you're ready to retire. You could, you know, knock on wood, God forbid, uh, die prematurely, or you could live a long, healthy life and things are fantastic. Uh, All three of those situations require planning. So having somebody that looks at your entirety of your financial plan, your financial goals, and then make sure we've got a bulletproof plan that ensures that you can reach those goals no matter what, or take care of your family to allow them to have those goals reached, even if, again, like I said, God forbid, you were not there to be able to take care of that. Awesome information. We are running out of time. Fantastic information. I think it's always something that people sometimes put off a little bit longer than they should. And what I'm hearing from you is is the sooner you start, the better off you're going to be. And Steve Sharp from Northwestern Mutual could be the person to contact. We're done with this segment, but we've got plenty more coming up in the next segment. You're listening to Ready, Set, So with your host, Brian Boat. We'll see you in a few. So happy I don't want to be free. So happy I don't want to be free. Welcome back, everyone. to Ready, Set, So. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. And I'm so excited that we have a insurance specialist named Dan Myers. And he's from the insurance store. And I'm really happy to have him on here today because not only does he have over 
well, actually over five years of experience in insurance, but he also has a background in lending and financial services too. So he's a well-rounded insurance agent. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have Dan on here was is he really wanted to talk about coverages and people thinking that they got what they don't have when it comes to insuring their biggest asset for most, and that is their house. Dan, are you there? I'm here. Thanks for having me, Brian. Welcome to the show. So, so, so Dan, I guess you know, give us some insight. What what are we talking about when we talk about coverages? Yeah, that's a great question. And coverages can be something, um, you know, to somebody that's not deep into the insurance world like I am, that can be a challenging thing. Um, and insurance is one of those things that, uh, when you look at your policy information or a declarations page, and it sh- that's the page that shows you all the numbers, right? That shows you all your coverage limits. That says this is what you're covered for. Um, Sometimes that's not the most important page. The pages with the words are oftentimes the more important pages, but that's what none of us look at. Um, So when I talk about coverages, uh, I think it's important to have some perspective on this. So one of my driving passions about insurance, which sounds weird to say because insurance is usually thought of to be somewhat boring, and it probably is, uh, but one of my Mm -hmm. big drivers in my business and for my clients is that uh, the Department of Insurance a couple of years ago uh, did a study on, uh, basically on this, on coverage. And specifically with homeowners, what they found was uh, 67%, 6-7, almost 70% of homeowners are considered to be underinsured. And initially I read that and I thought, wow, that's, that's kind of scary. Uh, but what do they mean by underinsured, right? So... I looked at underinsured, and what their definition was is it essentially said if the house burns down, if it blows away in a tornado, if we have to completely rebuild a home, the check that the insurance company is going to write to that homeowner isn't going to be enough to cover that cost. So to me, that was kind of a scary thing as an insurance agent, and I'm going, oh, no. Now, I dug into that a little bit deeper and figured out what some of those problems were and was very happy to know that the recommendations that I've been giving to my clients have been much more accurate uh, for a number of different reasons. There's been a lot of changes in insurance that uh, uh, have have changed the way that insurance companies evaluate uh, rebuild values. So again, this is a lot of in the weeds stuff, a lot of uh, stuff that maybe touches on, you know, touches home for somebody, maybe doesn't. So how can I help the average person look at a policy and say, hey, this should be enough coverage to rebuild my house, right? Because that's the important one. And I think the best thing that I can do is say uh, there, there's two or three different primary values that we assign to a home in the real estate world, right? There's, a, there, there's your market value, what somebody's willing to pay for the house. There's the appraised value, which is more or less the official uh, uh, opinion of value. Obviously, that's what the lenders are going off of. And then there's the rebuild value. Now, rebuild value is not connected to market values or any of this other stuff. It is, it is purely dollars and cents. What does it cost? Labor charges, debris removal, all of these soft costs factored in um, to rebuild a house. And what I can tell you is, is in the St. Louis metro area uh, and surrounding areas, that number is the rebuild value is usually more than what you're going to pay for the house. And sometimes it's 50 or 100 or more. Usually the more expensive the home, the bigger difference that's going to be from the purchase price to the rebuild value. So 
if those two numbers look very similar, that's cause for concern. Um, that would be the biggest thing that I can point out to you. Uh, also, I think deductibles, it's important to touch on that because there's been a lot of changes with deductibles. And with a deductible, a lot of companies have switched to a percentage-based deductible and sometimes sounds really good. But if you've got a $300,000 house and a 1% deductible, your deductible is effectively $3,000. Now, if you're comfortable with that, that's fantastic. But also, depending on the house, that also means if the most common thing happens to it, a roofing claim, you might be paying to replace the majority of that roof yourself. So these are things to consider and to look at uh, and things that would be important to, uh, to most homeowners and I think uh, gives you a couple of tips and strategies to be able to assess your own policy yourself. Awesome. Awesome. Dan, we're running out of time on this segment. Great information. I've been talking with Dan Myers of the insurance store. Dan, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. And now I'm going to turn my attention to, again, one of the things that we've had some great success with, and that is the book. Ready, set, sold, 12 proven steps to get your house sold for top dollar and fast in the Metro East St. Louis area. The reason why I say that is it's absolutely free. Maybe you're not looking in January to put your house on the market. Maybe March, maybe spring, maybe the summertime. Whatever it is, highly encourage you to get the book. Go to readysetsold.org, not.com, but readysetsold.org, not.com, and pick up a free copy. And I do mean free, no strings attached. Love you have this information. I'm passionate about real estate, and I want to help people, and this book has proven to be very successful for people who get it and use it. So with that said, we are also on podcasts, meaning is, is if you go to Google Play or iTunes, you missed a segment, which happens sometimes, or maybe you want to review a segment. So now we have the ability, if you go to either one of those places, we are already set sold. You just look us up. You, it's already identified what the podcast is. It has a date. It has a, what it's talked about. So it's a great way to get information. We always love it. If you like us on Facebook, go to Reset Soul with Brian Boat. And also we're on uh, other things too. We have YouTube. So there's just different ways that we can get the information out because that's really what we're trying to do here is give you information that you can use when it comes to selling your biggest asset, and that is your house. With that said, I'm going to be back with the tip of the week. You're listening to Brian Vogt at Reset Soul. And now it's time for the tip of the week. But first, kind of review what we talked about today, and that was insurance and the need to have an insurance agent that has the years of experience. We talked with Joe Harness of Harness Insurance, and he's got 40 years of experience in talking about that, you know, getting that insurance early is really important, and I can tell you that from experience. So people have been panicked. And you might get the policy, but you know what? It may not be exactly what you're looking for. Maybe not be the coverage. So take the time. Take a, take take you know whatever you need, but just get the right information. Get the insurance that you need. We also talked about financial planning with Steve Sharp and the importance of if you're new, you're 20 year old, and you're looking to purchase your home, start thinking about your future then. Or if you've been maybe in your 40s, 50s, or 60s, I don't think there's any time where you shouldn't be, at least be looking at your financial picture and how your house is affected in that whole package. 
And then again, we talked some more about insurance. We had Dan Myers from Insurance Store Incorporated talk about that the coverage that you get Make sure that you can afford the deductible. You don't want to have a situation where you're paying thousands upon thousands of dollars thinking that you will never have to use it, and you may have to. So what is the tip of the week? Well, let me give you a story that just happened not too long ago. A seller been on the market. It's a hot market. Uh, we was in O'Fallon uh, market, and they got an offer in. Only been on the market for three days. And they loved the offer. It was a great offer. It wasn't exactly asking price, but boy, it was so close. And the agent all of a sudden jumped in and said, hey, I think you can do better. Why don't you, why, why don't you counter back and let's see if we can't get you even more money. Now, the seller admitted that they really liked that offer. They were very happy. They liked the timeline, everything. And they said, well, okay. I mean, let's try it. And the agent said, yes, well, I'm sure we'll get it. They sent back the counteroffer. Shortly thereafter, they found out the buyer said no and walked away. Now, this rarely happens, but it can happen. And what happened after that, it was 30 days before they got another offer. And it was a good offer still. They were happy with it. It wasn't quite as good as the first offer, but they wound up taking it. So that's a good thing. However, the tip of the week is very simply, remember that, especially with your agent, if your agent tells you that, you might want to just take back a step. If you're happy with it, if it works for you, it's okay. It's okay to take the offer. You don't have to counteroffer. If you do, realize there is a chance, a chance, just like we just talked about, that you will get rejected and the buyer will walk away. And that could be a situation you have. So again, very simply, understand if you like the offer, go ahead and take it, but there's no guarantees that you're going to get it on the other side. If you want and you want to take that risk, go for it. Nothing wrong with that either. But you need to make the decision. Make sure your agent isn't making the decision for you. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us this weekend, this Saturday. And I want to wish everyone a fantastic week, and we will see you next week on Ready, Set, Soul. Ready, Set, Soul.